Welcome, sexy, sexy people, to our sexy, sexy podcast, Good Looks, Bad Books. Today, we have uh, our little shit number one, Cody. Uh, good, good, hi, I'm number one, even though I'm number two. We have our little shit number two, Hero. I am redundancy incarnate. <laughs> and we have our beautiful angel of a person who has to deal with these little shits, Gwyn. Hi, I'm Gwyn. Make sure you wipe. <laughs> wipe front to back. What? No. Why would you, you dab? No. Don't. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> For the listening audience, I just dabbed. <laughs> He just stabbed some poop off his butt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Had to get that shit out of there. I mean, true, but do you have to do it on camera with us? Mm. When you got shit on your butt, you gotta you do gotta what get you gotta it do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, today we are doing a little special thing uh, because we... Somebody... Messed up some stuff. Don't know who that could be. I'm Gwen. Damn and- it, Cody. <laughs> yeah, uh, that sounds like me. I did a thing. It's it's all Gwen's fault. So we're recording a uh, special thing, which I literally just said. What we did was we all wrote down at least five things that would make up our perfect bad romance book. And we will start building this bad romance story one paragraph at a time, each person taking a time and then going around. Uh, so. So we decided to come up with this list of five things, but we didn't want to share it with each other to make it more improv gamey. So it was a little bit tougher. We couldn't plan for what everyone else was going to say. And we'll see how these lists of items end up mixing together. And hopefully hilarity ensues. All right, we can roll a d6. Uh, just for how I see it on my screen, Cody's one and two, Heroes three and four, I'm five and six. No, I wanted the three. Too bad. I don't give That's a fuck what you want. Too, too bad. All right, Hero, it rolled four. Since you're going first, you can do yours first. And then we'll go from there. Okay. So as Cody and Gwen have taken their headphones off, I'm still completing my list technically, but I have how-to books, home improvement, purple satin sheets, game day Sunday, and let's say a candlelight dinner. Cody's having trouble getting his headphones back on. Because he was there, they are the whole time. All right, uh, let's do Cody. You do number two. Okay. All right, number two, because I'm number two. Hello, hello, audience. Uh, I have the same shirt as Gwen. Um, mine are for mine. I had two lists, but I'm just gonna go with the funnier one. Uh, so number one, transforming motherfucking bears that actually are gay. Because what the fuck? I think transforming animals, like 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 tigers and lions and shit. 
Because what? We haven't had any yet. It's fucking stupid. Uh, things that usually don't have sex. Having sex. That's number two. Uh, giggity. Extensive. Number three is extensive descriptions of furniture made of wood. Because I like that furniture. Um, number four is complicated reasons why the people are having sex. Because you know you have to have some like, some like weird, you know, red line stuff going on. And then number five is foreplay. Which could be also be the foreplay. Uh, like four F O R E and then four the actual number. Okay, all right, I'm good. I'm 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 symbolizing them back with my thumbs. And Great I list, think- Cody. Great list, oh, Cody. Thank you. Thank that you. was amazing. I saw a lot of hand motions. Was he I talk jerking with my off? Hand sometimes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, Gwen, you are number three. Okay. Bye, okay. Gwen. Bye. Bye. All right, so. Uh, that's not on my list, but Cody is licking his headphones. Amazing. Uh, first on my list, we have clean sex toys, because we all know how I hate those dirty, unclean sex toys. Second on my list, breaking and entering. Ooh, like an actual house, not somebody's vagina. But also, I mean, maybe there will be some vagina entering too. Who knows? Because third in the list is food in the vagina. That's sexy. I don't know what the fuck Cody's doing. He's trying to make me laugh, so that's great. Uh, Fourth on my list is secret billionaire. You know, the kind that you get in super sexy romance books. And fifth on my list is somebody gets tied up and then is forgotten about. So, that is the Gwyn list. I don't know what Cody's doing. Uh, but he's holding his headphones in his mouth. Good. So, shall we start the story off? We shall. How does the story begin? Oh my gosh. I need to come up with a name. Like, this sucks that I'm going first, because <laughs> now I need to come up with a name. Um, so, alright, first and foremost, let's figure out, collectively, for protagonist, uh, male or female? Uh, um, I like female. I'm down with I'm I'm DTF down down to female. <laughs> All right, I I will make that a unanimous vote and go with a female and I am probably going to make you guys hate me with the name that I choose. Hmm, this is tough. Edith Sango had gone to bed after a long day of working on her home. She'd recently purchased this place. Most would call it a fixer upper. She looked at it as her future. As she crawled into her bed, she couldn't help but feel that the coarse cotton sheets were too strongly scratching her skin, and soon she would have to look at upgrading that along with the rest of the home. She fell asleep, dreaming of how this house would be in time. She fell asleep to the thoughts of how this house could look in a few months' time, hoping that everything would live up to her expectations. It's a really shitty first paragraph, but run. <laughs> All right. I, I think I can. Can I pick up and run from here? Go for it. Okay. I wanna. Did that use one of your one of your things? I want to. I kind of want to guess yes, what it, it is, but I don't. I don't actually don't know what it is. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, and also Edith is spelled E-D-Y-T-H-E. Oh, god damn it. 
You, you hear that, good looker and or bad booker? Please write that down for us. You're great. I love you. Mwah. I think I think I got the next part of the story, if that's okay. Yep. Edith dreamed of the the floors that she would put in. In time, she would have big, strong, burly men start placing in boards of oak and maple, one by one. Then she would worry about the trimming, having the filigree neatly laid out. Maybe she would hire an artist in the local area to have them sort of carve it out. Even the bed itself, after upgrading the, the, the linens to a one ten million thousand count sheets, she would go and get and purchase a new mahogany bed and try her own hand at making intricate details along the side, maybe of her exploits throughout the years. She sat there wistfully in her bed, dreaming of all the wood she would obtain. <laughs> Sexy. I think I know one of Cody's. <laughs> <laughs> your your paragraph done? Yeah, it's okay, done. Perfect. It's good. Perfect. I will I'll I'll step in. As Edith lay there dreaming, she awoke with a start. She heard a noise from downstairs, and as she heard that noise, she reached under her pillow for a bat that she had hidden. She uh, grabbed the bat and grabbed a flashlight and crept down the stairs. As she turned the corner of the landing, she saw someone, a dark figure, inside her house. This dark figure was very shapely, many curves to her body. How many curves? Probably only a few, because that's how humans are made. <laughs> she creeped up behind this woman this this figure this curvy figure and was about to bring the bat down upon her head when the figure turned around and said hey <laughs> okay <laughs> Wait, I want to guess yours right now. Is it anticlimactic? <laughs> nope. Okay. All right, hero. You take it from hey. <laughs> God damn it, Jennifer, Edith yelled. You are such a bitch sometimes. Ugh. Seriously, why are you showing up at my house at... It's 2 a.m. Jennifer just smiled and offered a stack of how-to books to Edith. I saw these earlier today, and I just didn't get a chance to drop them off. I figured maybe you could use them. There's some woodworking books. There's some design concepts. Really, it's uh, pretty straightforward for you. I think you'll be able to get a lot out of this. And this couldn't have waited until morning. Edith sighed as she dropped the bat to her side. That's terrible, Edith said as she finally lowered the bat. Well, that's not the only reason I wanted to come over here, said Jennifer. Oh, okay. That's a good setup. <laughs> mm. 
Is it the book? Is it the books? Why you do the books? <laughs> <laughs> I love the phrase woodworking now. <laughs> that is what you've given to me. All right. Jennifer got up onto the countertop on all fours as Edith looked uh, just flabbergasted as Jennifer slowly started to transform into a long black panther. She stretched her legs out in front of her. And Jennifer looked to the side. Edith could feel Jennifer's eyes peering down upon her. Edith stepped away, backing away slowly, one foot after the other. But the but the large panther did not pounce. She simply laid like a large cat on top of the countertop. Edith, after a bit, staring at Jennifer in her new form, turned on the lights and started to wash her hands in the kitchen because this was a crazy night and she had been sweating a lot because someone had just transformed into a panther in front of her eyes and this has been a really such weird situation. Jennifer turned her new panther head to her and either could hear in her mind, you like my new form? Oh, by the way, uh, I'm actually gay. Or I'm a lesbian. Or, uh... <laughs> She pushed all of the books off of the countertop. <laughs> she said, it's about damn time that someone transformed and was actually gay and or lesbian in one of these goddamn books, because I'm sick and tired of this shit. <laughs> Jennifer finally pounced, pouncing on top of Edith and pinning her to the ground in the kitchen. Edith heard in her mind uh, from Jennifer, I have many secrets that I would love to reveal to you, Jennifer. Many, many deep, dark secrets. But also some good secrets. For I am in love with you. And I'm a secret billionaire. Uh, Edith gasped in response. You love... Wait, you're billion... You, you love... Billionaire? Edith didn't know which to address first. Jennifer had always been a little bit more classy than her and had always had all the up-to-date uh, technology. But to be a billionaire was a different league of her own. Edith had always had a crush on Jennifer, but being, uh, being in this world... You never knew who to trust if you could say that you were a lesbian, that you were bisexual, and if anyone would take that kindly or not. So, Edith uh, reaches her head up, lifts her head up, and gives the panther on top of her a tiny smooch on the lips. That's a, that's a, cute, that's a cute way to end the paragraph. I like it. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> as, as Edith's lips brushed against Jennifer's, she felt a slight tickle in her nose from the whiskers coming across. She giggled and said, Again? <laughs> you bitch, holding out on me for this long? How long have you known me? You know my greatest fantasy was to one day meet a sexy panther to ravage me and do what you will. Jennifer 
Let Jennifer showed what could almost be described as a smile, but with her panther face, it was kind of hard to tell. And through her telekinetic, that's a wrong word, and through her telepathic powers, told Edith, I had to be sure. I had to know that you really would accept me for who I am. I've... I've met so many people before who have said they wanted to meet a were-panther, and as soon as I did, they just freaked out and called scientists and started poking me with things, and I just... I can't live that life anymore. I need to be who I am and yet not known and safe. And it was on game day Sunday. We were sitting down. Oddly enough, watching Carolina, you know they're my favorite team, and now you know why. <laughs> you looked over at me, and you gave me this comfortable smile that made me feel like I could really be safe. Cody. Uh, that's... Mm. Oh, no. No. Okay. All right. And <clears throat> <laughs> now it's time to corrupt this. <laughs> as soon as I felt safe, there was something inside of me. Something that, that clicked on. Some internal instinct that I've been buried for so many years, so many centuries. I may be a billionaire. I may have all the latest technology. But I am also a demigod. I have to choose a mate every 100 years to copulate with me and my other Mayan servants. Yes, I'm a Mayan demigod. We have to make love in order to save the rest of the world because if we don't, the aliens from Zonthrower 5 will come and invade because our love child will be the new intergalactic space ranger that will protect Earth and all of the Milky Way galaxy. So please, Edith, won't, won't you give me this last dance, this one time with you, so that way we may produce and go beyond the stars? With our love, <laughs> child. <laughs> Jennifer! I would love nothing more than to uh than to have this lovemaking session with you to have a love child between us but let's go somewhere uh a little more sexy than the kitchen uh Jennifer gets up off of Edith and Edith leads her downstairs into the basement she opens up a cabinet full of sparkling clean sex toys that have definitely been washed right after use. <laughs> <laughs> she searches through them and picks up her favorite vibrator. Jennifer, I want you to use this on me. Use it so good. Use it so hard. Jennifer says nothing up hers a little bit gently grabs the vibrator in her mouth 
and then turns it on with her tongue. So. (laughs) (laughs) She pulls down Edith's pants with a. No. She cuts off Edith's pants with one sharp claw and begins making her way downtown. <laughs> Looking fast and she's homebound? <laughs> Sorry. As Jennifer gets closer and Edith can begin to feel the sensation of the vibrations moving towards her, she gets a slight pang of doubt. This wasn't how she wanted it, this incomplete home. Without the purple satin sheets she had been dreaming of her whole life, what could this night truly mean? She felt bad, but then she reaches down, pets Jennifer on the head and says, Wait, if this is truly meant to be, I need to be ready for you. I need to feel that completion in myself. Only then will it truly be as magical as I've always dreamed of being with a were-panther. So, I'm sorry to stop this now, but maybe we could have a nice candlelight dinner instead? Jennifer begins to growl, angrily. I told you I wanted to feel safe. And I can't take that away from you either. Do you have fancy feast at least? Back upstairs in the kitchen, Edith opens slowly a can of fancy feast. She doesn't really understand why she has this can. It must have been left over from that one time that she watched her neighbor's Margaret's pet cat. It was a good cat. Had orange fur. She wondered absentmindedly if that cat was also some sort of transforming animal that was actually a human and probably definitely gay or lesbian. As she opened up the fancy feast very slowly, she looked down at Jennifer, her eyes just just pools of radiance. And then Jennifer was like, Oh shit, I've got Mayan servants. Hold on. So she transformed back (laughs) into Jennifer and she made this call out the back door and men in, in weird costumes started coming in the door and Jennifer and Edith was like, Whoa, isn't that a little Jennifer's like, no, no, no. Those are space, this space clothes. And as Edith looked, yes, they were space clothes. Described by space stuff, like space dust and sparkles. Each one of these men were completely nude, running around the room, spreading this dust everywhere, until the house started to come alive. The bookcase started to move towards the table and chairs. It started to grow a long protuberance out of its front, and everything started to fuck It was amazing. The fridge opened up and a cool, long dildo produced out of it. 
as it walks slowly towards the stove, producing heat. It opened up wide for its new compatriot to enter it. Edith was appalled and surprised about the the party that she was having here. Now, finally, these Mayan godlike beings running around her house, spreading this dust everywhere, making everything alive. Jennifer looked towards Edith and said, "Well, shit, we can't have a have a nice candle at dinner on a on a table that's fucking. You want to go outside and do this under the stars?" And Edith was like, "Hell yes, I'll grab the fancy feast." But what about my food? Until one of the Mayan godlike beings went over to the stove, reached into the fridge because it was already open, and started making a casserole. Love. Beautiful. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> As the Mayan was making a casserole, Jennifer and Edith decided to go outside and wait for it. Bring, making sure to bring the fancy feast with them. Edith laid down next to Jennifer, who also was laying down, apparently. Uh, they wrapped their hands around each, each other and smooched on the lips, the top lips. <laughs> then Jennifer was like, I'm getting hungry. We... We need to eat, but I want to do something special with you, Edith. Jennifer grabbed the can of Fancy Feast, stuck her fingers in it, pulled out a big old glob of cat food, and shoved it right up Edith's vagina. (laughs) God, no. Edith was strangely turned on by this. I never knew that something so squishy in there could feel so good. Jennifer kissed down Edith's stomach and began laughing at her pussy like a pussy, digging out all the fancy feasts piece by piece. Okay, hero. Hmm. Slowly, Jennifer began to pull all the fancy feast out. Edith felt relaxed, but almost wanting more. She looked down at Jennifer, the most lovely sight she had seen, and said, Well, I know I wanted to wait for the panther, but maybe you could transform the tongue? Just a little bit? (laughs) Jennifer. Hmm. Jennifer got a wicked smile on her face. And slowly began to morph her tongue and tongue alone. Its coarse edges. Almost scratching. But playfully. And sexily. Edith became quite aroused. Uh, no, that's stupid. I'm going to stop and bounce back. Edith, Edith gasped at the first hint of scratching. 
Her smile began to grow as well. Ooh. If all the toys have had, I've never had something like that before. Mm. Don't stop. Jennifer reached to the tin of Fancy Feast, grabbed a little more, sliding it in, and said, We can go as long as you like. At this point, the Mayan servant came out with a casserole. A simple green bean casserole, nothing too ornate or fancy, but with a nice bell pepper garnish across the top. And said, in a language that only Jennifer could understand. Here you are, miss. Anything else needed? Jennifer looked up and said, Thank you. You may return to your work inside. As Jennifer finished the last of the fancy feast inside of Edith, Edith began to eat the casserole at the same time. Guys, I'm not, I'm not good. <laughs> You're good. You're very good. Cody. <laughs> okay, I think I might know how to do this. As Edith finished up the green bean casserole, the Mayans inside, or the space Mayans inside, running around, and the sounds of all the all the separate things in her house having sex. She could see inside the pencil was going inside the pencil sharpener over and over again, losing bits of itself. It was an odd sight seeing all of these things move around. And then she looked back to Jennifer, having such a lovely time being eaten out while eating this green bean casserole. They finished into the night until Jennifer got up and got the hose and washed out <laughs> Edith's vagina with the garden hose. I mean, let's yes. be smart Gotta, about your food play, people. Be smart. Uh, she got some. Yep, yeah, she was smart about it. She made sure everything was washed out real good. They sat across from each other in the patio. Edith looked over and said, "As much as I love, I love this time being with you. I think it is about time that we can begin the process." Jennifer looked over and said, "The process? We talk about? We just gonna fuck?" And it was like, I thought it was a whole deal with the space love child. And Jennifer was like, yes, yes. Oh, that. With that, we might have to have a few guests. There was a beam from heaven that came down, going over both Jennifer and Edith. They heard noises of this weird noise. It was strange. Until, from above, floated down duplicate copies of Jennifer and Edith. Edith looked over, and so did Edith at Jennifer. What is this? they said in unison. Jennifer shrugged. We need four to complete the ritual, and I don't want anyone else except for you. They all began to get up and go into the middle of the yard where the grass was the greenest, the softest. They arranged themselves in a circular, cir ah, a circle, each one attached to the other one's vagina, eating them out slowly and surely. Soon they m 
They switched positions, scissoring on the sides and making out with one another, scissoring themselves while also making out with the other one. Jennifer got up, and she said, Well, that's enough foreplay. <laughs> I'm glad it took Hero like like a few seconds to get it. Oh no, like I I I got oh, it. Okay, I did, and okay. I was fighting back laughter, but then seeing Quinn face palm. Just... Okay, all right. Yeah, the face palm was like yay. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, Gwen, take us all home. Right. I'll take all of you home. You guys are home. So, one of the Jennifers motioned, made a motioning as a Mayan came out, said, Yes, miss, what would you like? She said, I can only get off when somebody is being tied up and I'm dominating somebody. Uh, so the Mayan grabbed another Mayan and began tying him up, hog-tying him. As uh, the first Mayan was hog-tying the second Mayan, Jennifer and Edith and Jennifer and Edith all simultaneously started to climax. Their screaming called out into the deep annals of space. <laughs> calling forth a love child. The love child was transported into Edith's womb, and Jennifer stroked Edith's tummy very sexily and happily. The ritual is complete. We can now go to the stars and await our destiny. Edith and Jennifer and Edith and Jennifer. <laughs> and the Mayans went aboard the spaceship that came forth from the stars, leaving the one tied-up Mayan behind. And they zoomed forth to live happily ever after. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Huzzah. Dear Lord. <laughs> Hero, I have no idea what yours were. Like, you tied your stuff in pretty dang well. I I think I had... I, one was the whole actually having dinner before having sex with the person. Um... No, it wasn't specifically that. Uh, okay. It was a candlelight dinner. Okay. Which, it didn't end up happening as a candlelight dinner. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Game Day Sunday was another one on my list. <laughs> Love it. Uh, purple Satin Sheets, Home Improvement, oh. and How To Books. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I knew the How To Books. <laughs> Yeah, how to <laughs> that was yep. you mentioned it before too. Um, I do like the the game day Sunday was great, especially with the Panthers reference. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that they were the pa Carolina Panthers. I just was yep. like, "Yep, that's a that's, that's a football team." <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I want to say Cody's was to get inanimate objects fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. Things that don't usually have sex having sex. Yep. Uh, uh, Mayan demigod. No. No. Really? No. Um, I would say a shapeshifter that is actually gay and or lesbian. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, wood? Yeah, extensive descriptions of furniture made of wood. <laughs> that works out so well for the home improvement part. <laughs> it does. We were on the same. Okay. <laughs> I know Gwen Gwen had at least you had someone had to be tied up for the sex. That's like Yeah. Yeah. Tied up uh, in domination, I assume. Yeah, someone gets tied up and forgotten toys. about. Oh and forgotten about <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. That's real sad. I just imagine like afterwards, like the next day, there are like police everywhere at the house because someone's filed a missing like person report, and they're like they're in the back, like a bunch of detectives around this guy tied up. <laughs> yes. looks, like, I a figured space they would have been there real quick because if their cries are being heard out into the cosmos, okay. the neighbors got to be like, "Why is there a dual twin orgy happening in the yard?" Because it's sexy. <laughs> Are we forgetting one of your sex toys? Uh, uh, clean sex toys. Clean sex toys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, what um, was it? You got secret billionaire, and someone gets tied up. Is it intruders? Because yours was the, the describing the the curvy. Oh yeah. Uh, basically, it was breaking and entering. Oh okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then there's one more for mine. Cody, how many do we have more for yours? I think. Uh, you guys have that, that, that. There's two more. Okay. Aliens? No. One of them, I don't think you guys are going to get. The last one's pretty obvious, uh, though. Ritual sex? Uh, I, I'll accept it. Complicated reasons why the people have sex. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. What was... God, okay. I'm trying to think. Because, yeah, you had another one. I can't think of what it is, though. Was it food play? Uh, food play. Yeah. Uh, food and vagina. But, yes, food play. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how did we miss the fancy face part? <laughs> It's like this is getting set well, up so fancy perfectly. Fancy feast was mine. Like I had right. introduced a fancy feast. Right, it, it's straight into that too. It was so good. <laughs> I love how you specifically said she brought out a casserole, a green bean casserole, which is decidedly not fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, screw that. I'm from Minnesota. I'm making mean fancy green bean casserole. Well, no, sorry, it's tear child casserole, but it has kind of a green bean casserole base. <laughs> <laughs> But with beef. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right, so Cody's okay, so last I, one. I'm trying to think of Cody's last one. Oh, it was very obvious. So you guys had the the the, the transformation transformation gay slash lesbian people, <laughs> things that don't usually have sex, extensive descriptions of furniture made of wood, complicated reasons why the people have sex. Um, and it wasn't aliens or Mayan demigods. No, that would be the, the complicated reasons why the people have sex. Was <laughs> it? That, that's what that. <laughs> uh, clones? 
it was it's close, yeah, but I used clones because I just wanted them to have sex. I didn't want the minds to join in. Because uh, my last one is foreplay, comma, or foreplay, which is F-O-U-R, <laughs> play. Hate it. I hate this. Awesome. But I was like, <laughs> I didn't want to add the Mayans in. I was like, that, I didn't, I didn't want to do that. This is, this is, this is hell fun. I think we built a beautiful story. I do too. Like, screw you, Chuck Tingle. We coming for your throne. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. These joint stories. Oh. I Like, I genuinely had more fun with this than I had expected, and I expected a decent <laughs> amount of fun. Hell yeah. But what did you think, good lookers slash bad bookers? <laughs> Maybe that's a bad thing to call our audience now. I'm sorry. I just I- <laughs> So if you want to tell us how good we did or how bad we did, you could write that to us at goodlooksbadbooks at gmail.com or you could just tell it to our face straight at uh, GOVB podcast on Twitter. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me and tell me all about clean sex toys, breaking and entering, food in the vagina, secret billionaires, or somebody getting tied up and forgotten about, you could talk to me at Gwyn and Tonic. If you want to talk to me about any of the stuff that I had on that list that I have lost because I just had it in front of me, you can talk to me at Code 3 And if how-to books, home improvement, purple satin sheets, game day, Sunday, or candlelight dinners are part of what get you off, let me know. Because I just pick some shit at random, I'm, I'm going to be honest. But you can let me know at maybe Hiroshi. I should have just picked Hiroshi's voice as one of them. But... <laughs> <laughs> it just like Hiroshi would have been like, Cody, it's your turn. I would just like wait for him to say something and just go, oh, that's my paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been beautiful. Hiro, do you um, want to plug anything? I do. Um... The question is how? With a butt plug. Ooh. Uh, no, so for those of you who know me from another podcast, I am the editor and producer of Cthulhu and Friends podcast, which has been on a bit of an extended hiatus for multiple reasons, but it is going to be making its return sooner than later. Yeah. This is a promise. This is 100% a promise from me because we've got some stuff in the can already and we want to get a little bit more in the can before we actually release so that way we don't have these breaks anymore. We want to be reliable and consistent just like this fine podcast is. So keep your eyes out on Twitter at Podcast to see all the latest information on what is coming up and what you can expect and all the fun. And uh, as a bit of a hint, you may want to start thinking about some questions you have for us because uh, Q&A might be happening soon. I'm looking forward to it. Samesies. I'm also looking forward to seeing this in writing afterwards cleaned up. Oh, yeah. This story we have created. This beautiful monster masterpiece. Monster piece. (laughs) monster piece oh and uh give us a five star rating and review and also 
I think you should probably go on over and listen to Dire Weasels. Uh, they do real play 5e. Cody's the DM. Right, Cody? Hi. Yeah, I do that thing. You do that thing? Yeah, he does it so sassily. If you wanna, if you wanna hear about more uh, furry creatures, me moaning and bemoaning my players not paying attention, and lots of tangents, <laughs> please, please come on over and listen to us try to play Five E. And uh, him getting interrupted in the intro and getting real bad at people. <laughs> <laughs> the irony, considering the bloopers to come. Hey, true. Okay, I think we're all set for this podcast. All right, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Ah. 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 Yeah, that's saline. Ah, there we go. For those listening at home, Hero digs some saline out of his nose. With a paper towel. It was sexy. Oh man, that was a fair amount. <laughs> uh, I just did a neti pot to deal with nose whistles. So now, <sighs> I can breathe through my nose. Nose breather whistling everywhere. <laughs> I'm just a mouth breather. Uh, I mean, I try and breathe through my mouth, but I forget. But I like how I'm all concerned about nose whistles, and this is going to happen from time to time, though. That's fair. Hero cut that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Who wants to do what? Um, I guess I'll intro. Uh, welcome, sexy, sexy Gwen, are you introing? to our hey, sexy, sexy <laughs> podcast. Gwen, Good Gwen, looks, are you bad looks. Intro? Is this what you're doing right now? The intro? The intro is being done by Gwen? No. That's a good intro. No. Oh, okay. Anyway, today we have uh, our little shit number one, Cody. Oh, goodness gracious. Should we, like, should we get a Google Doc going and just have us all get in there um, are we actually gonna type this out i figured i don't think we should type this out that'll take forever uh, yeah we'll take forever never mind <laughs> yeah we can type it out after it's all cut together or maybe one what what would your fan base be called has that been established yet good lookers uh, the good lookers good lookers, good yep. lookers. sure that makes the most sense to me so maybe a faithful good looker would want to volunteer. Hopefully. Would they get partial writing credit? Uh, yeah. sure. Virtual writing credit. Yeah. <laughs> I like whenever you say good looker, it sounds like the next thing you need to say is good looker, bad hooker. <laughs> <gasps> oh, man. You could have two rival camps. You could have the good looker fan base and the bad booker fan base. Yeah. I almost would want to be in the Bad Booker fan base because it makes me sound like I'm affiliated with some wrestling promotion. Or... <laughs> You're just bad at booking gigs. I, <laughs> this is why I don't do it. Oh, goodness gracious.
I've got a name generator up, and uh, one of them you know, is... Screw it. Yeah, let's go name generator. Sango. That's S-A-N-G-O. That... Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to come up with another name, and they'll be the, the... So Sango will be the last name. Guys, this is how the collaborative writing process works. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoy, because you will hear this in the bloopers. <laughs> I like how part of the creative writing process is us going to a name generator. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) Female name generator. Elka Yakubian. Helena Longboy. Longboy. Longboy's good. (laughs) Gotta get that. uh, Gotta get that long pig. Mm. Oh, goodness gracious. Like, I'm cooking with a dildo instead of a spatula. Except you don't have the heat on, because that'll melt the dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Not if it's a steel one. <laughs> oh, okay. A steel dildo. <laughs> a steel $30 dildo. Yeah, initially I now was like, I, wanna... I have a $70 one. I'm like, that, that just means that's a lot of... Mm. I want to Google how much a steel dildo would cost. I mean, Google right now. Uh, Gwen, we... can you make steel dildos? Um, I mean, I guess... <laughs> I don't... Oh, holy shit. My buddy owns an armory, and he makes knives. Fixes up swords. I should see how much it would cost for him to make a steel dildo for you guys. Nice. I would... That or just a sword or a knife with a dildo for the handle? Yes. Oh, yes. Getting chanked while you wank. (laughs) As I was bad, I don't know. He left it. It was terrible. <coughs> Ooh. Man, there's going to be some good. There's a steel material. dildo for um, $70. There's a, I found a mini steel butt plug. Okay. Steel butt plug would be, like, warmed up. That could be quite nice. Mm hmm. There'd be some heft to it. A phallic baton. This thing looks dangerous. <laughs> Phallic baton? Phallic baton, hold on. You could beat people into Um, submission. Holy shit. That just makes me think of the fucking, um... The dildo bat in Saints Row (laughs) 3. It it has like a fucking, like... The grip on it (laughs) looks like it's for a sword. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a baton. That's sexy. Inflatable dildo. Oh, oh, okay, I see. I see. Never mind. I was thinking, like, you know, a balloon style inflatable knot. Oh, what if that popped? What they have there smartly. Ooh, that would. No, I do not want something popping in me. Well, no, if, if you look at them, it makes sense. Like, it's it's a thicker rubber or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That just Wait, swells hold out. Up. I have to read this review because it's going to make Allie upset. Uh, just seeing the imposing length and feeling the weight of this monster will give you chills of Antissa. Patient yeah. before even using it. Will you be able to take all of it up inside of you? Think about how it is going to take control of your rectum and then slowly work its way much deeper inside than you have ever imagined or thought you would ever allow. First lube both yourself and the instrument well. 
always a must for anal play. Then get on your knees and stretch forwards. Your head, facing down, is just a little lower than your butt. Spread. This is a review. Why are they telling you how to use? I think this is like <laughs> this is like the police telling you how to do it. Why do only f fifteen people find this review helpful and forty two do not? I don't know. Oh. What are you looking at? Inception? Oh, God, no. Not the Inception. You'll see. Oh, God. Oh. This is fucking terrifying. Link. That could get bad. It's a uh, expanding dilator for anybody who wants to know. Claw expanding anal dilator. Or, I don't think it says anal. Never mind. With a viewport. What, did you say with a viewport? Yeah, that's your partner thing. will love peering through the yeah. base into your huge yeah. dilated asshole. They can even stuff a dildo through or throw you off with an enema. I mean, fair enough. If you like it, go for it. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I'm still looking at the first thing that the hero posted. The Inception? Yeah. It's a multifunctional sex sleeve. What's there to... Mm-hmm. What's there to consider? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to read for all of the functions, though. Well, no. I mean, essentially, this is a plug that allows a partner to, as a gay friend of mine once said, not get any poopy on their dick. Nice. Okay. Also, you can You're use definitely... it as a masturbator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we're all set for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that, I'm wondering how much of that's going to make it into bloopers. All of it. <laughs>